Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Tires. Vaughn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Two minutes past eight. Good morning to you. SEN SA Breakfast. Uh, Mark Bickley, we started the day really well up and about that Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham Hotspur will ending 1 0 over Chelsea. VAR intervened with a Raheem Sterling goal. 12 minutes of additional time. Oh, they were shown a red card. Mm. One all at halftime yeah. with Tottenham having 10 players. And now they are down to nine. Nine? Yes, they are down to nine with Destiny is one of the players for Tottenham. His <laughs> Destiny was getting sent off and spending the rest of the second half oh, on the bench. So goodness. they are now down to nine players. And, and you said that maybe the umpire or the referee missed one or two. The referee missed uh, a very blatant uh, red card. So it could have been eight. Well, I think Destiny was the one who received that initial oh, yellow, okay. which should have been a red. Okay. So if, if Tottenham lose this game and they're, they're now going to have two players suspended for their next Premier League match, I'm just saying this could be a fiery Ange press conference where it's gone from Ted Lasso to um, the journos kind of turning on him. So mm. we'll keep you up to date. It's a big day, though. The race stops the nation. It is the Melbourne Cup to talk us through it. And if we are planning to gamble responsibly, of course, it is very important to remember uh, remember and ask yourself the question, what's gambling really costing you? Mitch Lewis, we say good morning to you. I'm sure it's a big day for you and you're ready to go. Good morning, boys. Yeah, very big day. I'm here on track and the sun has come out and it is looking very, very schmick here on track. Is it supposed to rain a little bit later on, though, Mitch, like it always does on Melbourne Cup Day? There's a little bit of a question about when exactly it is going to rain. So, um, yes, there is a forecast for about one to five mil. Some are suggesting it'll be at around five o'clock, but some are also suggesting three o'clock, which is going to put it right smack bang on the cup. Mm. Um. Who do you like? Yeah, there's there's so many horses. When you look through the field, a lot of French horses, a lot of Irish horses. There's a couple of Aussie ones in there as well. Who who are you sort of directing your attention to, Mitch? Yeah, look for a race like this, you sort of need to have a few options in your mind because um, you know when they bring in these European form lines, it can be a little bit hard to exactly gauge. But there's a horse, so Gold Trip, last year's winner. I think he's mm. a big chance of winning again. He does have a heavy weight to carry. That's a little bit of a query on him, but. He, he won very well last year. I, I think he can handle that weight. Now, he's one, though, that would be doing the rain dance in the stable because if it gets a little bit wet around that cup time, that's really going to suit him. And then you've got a horse like Vorban. I, I know Miles is pretty keen on Vorban. He's a UK import who has been very impressive in his track work as, in the lead-up to this. And all the reports are that he, he's been set for this race for about two years. So he's got to sort of respect when they bring those horses like that over here as well. So having a look at the the field today, um, and Mitch, there's a lot of people like Bix and myself that are really not pros when it comes to horse racing or anything like that. So if people are considering having a, a bit of a flutter for the very first time, who are some of the randoms that we can look at that we can go home after potentially a win and buy takeaway for the family because we had a good day? <laughs> 
So we're looking we're looking at some exciting rougher chances. You reckon we'll stay away from the favourites? Make yeah, it a little yeah. bit a little bit more exciting. Well, yes. this is so what we've heard, Mitch. Elite. We've heard we've heard that that you are the guy that likes to jump around the favourites and not be too predictable, um, and really help us the the random punters in how we can make some money. Yes, well, that, that's what I heard. I'm here for as well. They said that. <laughs> Let's get rid of Miles. We'll flick Mitch on because he's the man that come this day. But no, Alenque is a very interesting one, boys. So this is Damien Oliver's last mm. ride in the Melbourne Cup. There's been been an injury cloud around it in the lead up, but they've passed it this morning. It is going to run, so Damien's going to be in the saddle in the race. Look, this horse it had very very good European form, but it hasn't really translated it into Australia. I think it's had about five or six runs, but it's got the great you know it's got the big story of Damien Oliver on. Uh, I think that'll go close. Uh, another rougher hope, you know, it was number seven, absurd. This is the stable mate of the favourite. Um, he was about $30 a couple of days ago, and they backed him right into $10. So that does spruik your interest a little bit. Uh, he looks quite sharp like his stable mate, Vorban, as well. Um, Miles is rougher of the day. He's telling me here, bright you are for John Allen, the Mar Eustace team. He'll go very close as well. What about uh, Val and Declare, the winner in 2019? Could he sort of get himself organised and do it again? He's probably racing in the career best form since he won that Melbourne Cup, but he's just, to me, he's just getting a little bit older, a little bit long in the tooth. So I'm not sure he'll be up to it. Uh, I do think, though, he's the best of, you'd say, the Australian hope. So he's probably, I know you can get to market on these days for your, you know, your top tens and your top five. Mm. I think another one, um, some SA punters might be familiar with number 12, Dyke Sweet Junior. He won the Adelaide Cup yep. two years ago, and that's over the same distance as the Melbourne Cup. So you know he's going to get the trip. He's about $90, but I think he's a good chance for your top 10. Wonderful. Mitch, uh, what does your day look like, please? Because we know that uh, yourself and and Miles will be up and about. You need to to keep an eye on Miles Fitzner, as we always need to whenever he's doing any kind of social event. Yeah, he, what does the day look like for you? So we've had the breakfast on SEN Track, the um, radio show. I'm just looking at Miles here. He's going to get a little bit off the bit, I'd say, in the day. I reckon he started at about four this morning. So mm. we'll definitely have to look after him. But no, he'll get himself through. You know what it's like. If you get a couple of winners and you get up and about, that nothing else matters. We've got tomorrow to recover before Oaks Day as well. Yeah, we're getting a lot of text messages through uh, uh, complimenting you, Mitch, on the fact that you're doing such great things at Hawthorne and having the great sort of knowledge of, of horses as well. Yeah, some, some people were pretty shocked when I got pulled out of the draft. I'm only about 178-ish, uh, and they said, oh, I didn't think you were a toll-marking forwards when, when I got that draft. But no, yeah. All right, so Very before we let you go, can you just repeat for us if we are going to gamble responsibly today and we need your top three, give us three horses that uh, whether we're going to go for the win or the each way, you just need to give us three. Okay, well, what I might do is I'll give you four because I've okay. been very keen on four. four in the lead up. So number one, Gold Trip last year's winner. I think he'll go very close. Number three, without a fight. He won the Caulfield Cup. And he likes a dry track. So if the rain stays away, that's going to suit him. Uh, number five, Vorban, the favourite. You've got to include him. If you want to back him, I suggest just wait a little bit. You might get a better price later in the day. And then number seven, Absurd, absurd his stable mate. I think he's a very good chance. Hmm. So there you go. One, three, five, seven. If you like odd numbers, you're, uh, you're going to be right up that alley. Thanks very much, Mitch. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, boys. Good luck. And if you're having a punt today, yeah, good luck. 
Thank you very much. And most importantly, uh, what's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Good to speak to Mitch there. It's a big day for people that just want to have a little bit of fun either way. We know the the impacts that it can have the other way as well, Bix. But um, I've never been in Melbourne for a spring racing carnival before. Um, I can imagine that it's a pretty big day, but the, the rain is supposed to come and it mm. always rains. Yeah, it should be well over 100,000 people is what they're uh, expecting. And like I say, public holiday, people get into the spirit of it. So, yeah, let's um, – yeah, if you are going to – there's plenty of functions going on around Adelaide. I'm going to the McGain Real Estate Melbourne Cup uh, luncheon, which is generally a pretty big event. Mike Dobbin and his team do a slice of heaven, do, do a great job hosting a, a whole big event for their clients. That's a, I think it's at the St. Francis winery. Which so we can all go there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Why not? Just rock up. He'll be fine. Okay. No, no worries. You need a, you need a, an invitation to get in. What are you going to wear? Well, I haven't decided yet. Do you reckon I should go with the t-shirt? I might go with the, um, the anime, the Dan, What's the what's the guy from Miami Vice? Where's the T-shirt with the jacket over the top? Dan Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> what you're too young for Miami yeah, Vice? Yeah, I, <laughs> I can tell you the players on the Miami Heat though. That's okay. <laughs> it's eleven minutes past eight on SENSA.